Okay. Today's podcast is about fear. Specifically, how fear affects people. How fear affects me. And the impact that it has on life. I'm trying to sit in a very relaxed way. And I'm trying to sit in a very relaxed place. Because to a certain extent, I'm actually trying, not trying, I'm actually doing the podcast in a way where I've managed fear. Because make no mistake, I did have some doubts and some reservations before I started making the podcast. Whether I could do it or not, whether I was the right person or good enough or not good enough, whether this would work, all those kind of things, self-defeating language that really doesn't help you when you're trying to be productive. Not only when you're trying to be productive, it's like talking yourself out of doing something which effectively is something that you probably could do if you didn't have the fear. So fear for me is something that I, I do deal with and I do face I mean there's a lot of things that I over the years that I wrestled with in terms of my own fears I mean I for a long time I mean this is many moons ago because I'm not old but I'm not young either um, I wrestled with my sexuality which wasn't the easiest thing to deal with not because there's anything wrong with it, I don't think there's anything at all wrong with same-sex attraction or being attracted to anyone straight, gay, bisexual, pansexual, transgender, all of the, um, the spectrum of sexualities and identities. But for me, it wasn't the easiest thing to deal with because... Well, I was a fraidy cat, not just a fraidy cat, to be honest. I also did feel quite uneasy. I mean, for example, my best friend is a straight guy. And weirdly, even though I think we have a good friendship, it was one of the hardest things that I ever had to do to tell him because I was worried how he would react. Um, not only that, I also went to an all-boys school which, you know, I like a laugh and a joke and all of those things were good. But, you know, if you go to an all-boys school and you're attracted to other boys, it's effectively quite a difficult situation, no? Um, but fear generally, I can't tell you quite why, because I don't know, but I've always been slightly anxious person and that sort of manifests by me swinging from being quite calm at times to being easily the anxious person in the room the most anxious person um but a lot of people have told me they wouldn't necessarily know I was anxious maybe I hid it well maybe I hid the fear well 
which leads me to believe that actually fear is something that we all carry to varying degrees and I personally believe that we all have our own inner critic and our own inner battles so if we're looking at a wider context now I think fear is definitely something that is widespread at the moment in society obviously health anxiety is a big issue um, as I record this podcast podcast number two um, we're still in the midst of the coronavirus epidemic and that causes a lot of fear understandably I really think that people have a good sense of identity and want to support each other but you know that doesn't mean internally we're not facing our own fears or demons so if I'm talking for example about um, the individual battles we face day to day you know everyone's got something which they're wrestling with on their subconscious to greater or lesser degrees um, mine is fear of failure fear of not being liked or loved um, fear of messing up I think that's quite a common one but it's not just about the fear itself it's also the way that it plays out I mean I actually did a counselling qualification and some of the people who came to me they had the most brilliant stories but their, their fear you know it was their fear that they really needed help with and that's understandable because weirdly some of the most courageous people who've been through shit you couldn't even imagine are ironically the ones who fear the most so just to give you a little insight going back to when I was at school secondary school I'm talking about now um, I have a really good friend who basically when I was at secondary school was probably the nicest person you could ever imagine um, a straight guy who effectively was just a wonderful friend and he was the first person I told about my sexuality even before my mum and I remember before I was actually able to talk to him about me so coming out I effectively felt like I was going to throw up I was that afraid I mean we're talking quite a long time ago now I'm not going to tell you how old <laughs> because how long ago because you know but a long time and the point is that he was really accepting and supportive the best reaction you could possibly imagine from a friend another person but nonetheless you know the fear leading up to that I mean, for fuck's sake like you know nowadays we just look at it like you know you are who you are but at that point when I told him like I told you I, I felt like I was going to throw up I mean I was that afraid 
and it wasn't the easiest thing to go with. Anyway, um, a lot of the time we build ourselves up with fear and sometimes that's justified because fear is a protection mechanism. It helps you from things that are potentially dangerous or life-threatening. But if you're a traumatized person, sometimes your fear can effectively terrorize you because if you've been through trauma, the fear that you have will reenact itself every time, every fucking time you go into a situation where you feel challenged in the same way, even if that situation is not the same at all. That's why people can be particularly anxious because not everyone's been traumatized, but traumatized people effectively are reliving their own trauma, which their brain protected them from many years ago, but maybe doesn't know how to adjust to. That's why a lot of people have counseling, therapy, or do meditation, or whatever the how people do in order to relax. I mean, the one right now is mindfulness, isn't it? And of course, there's <laughs> recreational substances, which people use in order to, let's say, alleviate their fears, but they don't necessarily go away. They just temporarily subside. Um, fear in society is something that you can see playing out quite widely. If we look at like large groups of people, let's say in elections or herd mentality, people vote based on anxiety and fear a lot of the time. And if you don't believe me, then just think about certain people who shall remain nameless running the world based on telling people things that effectively they're going to do to get their fears alleviated. All the while, they're just creating more fear. You know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> don't act like you don't know. And one of the things that bothers me about that is there's a hell of a lot of people who are honestly good people, but because they don't know how to face their fear head on. They can't talk about it openly. Or worse, they can't even admit it. They're ruled by that. I mean... Some of it's unconscious bias, which is effectively, you know, being biased more towards one thing than another. Maybe fear of what you don't know fear of people who you've never experienced or people who you're taught to perceive as a threat even if in reality those people are not some something that will harm you if we're talking about fear though right fear is basically a protection mechanism that your brain will deploy but fear and anger are linked. 
And if you don't think they're linked, then why have you been duped? Because effectively, people are more likely to act irrationally out of fear. It's obvious, right? Think about terrorism. That's one example. So, think about this. How does fear manifest in your life? How does fear play out? Who or what are you afraid of? I think for many of you, to be honest, it's going to be quite a difficult question because it might be a multitude of things. And some of those things are maybe not fully conscious. I mean, not all of my fears are fully conscious. Some of them are very deep, buried based on experiences and childhood. In fact, for most of us, they are buried because of childhood. The brain chooses to omit memories that we don't want to remember because they cause our reality to crumble or our brains to short circuit. I don't mean literally to short circuit, you know, <laughs> it's not like our brains were fucking electrical circuit, but you know what I mean, they do conduct electricity. And in that sense, we build our realities on thoughts that are conducive to the reality and that will further support the reality we've created. I mean, you know, if I want to believe that the world is a pink popsicle, then I'm gonna think every thought and manifest every action that will support my belief that the world is a pink popsicle and no matter what anyone tells me unless my reality is shattered that's what i'm going to believe i mean you know <laughs> i'd have to be pretty stoned to believe that but um that's the example i'm giving you know you can you can apply other examples um i say um quite a lot i apologize for that uh <laughs> <laughs> I just did it again. Um, <laughs> I need to stop doing that. So what happens when you're manifesting fear? Right. Think of this example. If you're looking for trouble, then you're going to find it. If you're looking for love, then you're going to find it. If you're looking for happiness, then you're going to find it. But don't think about it as if you're looking for just imagine you've already got the happiness or the fear or the love or whatever it is what you think attracts more of what you're thinking if you think you're a worthless person then more things are going to manifest that will support that reality or that belief because it effectively becomes a reality based on the belief does that make sense um did it again what effectively reality becomes is the manifestation of fear this is all getting meta and I'll try and keep it simple so fear for me has been quite debilitating at times I've been anxious about like really stupid things that people wouldn't even realize I was anxious about like I remember once not very long ago actually um, I went on holiday across the world 
and had an amazing holiday. But based on a misunderstanding, um, I could see that, you know, my friend was a bit annoyed and I was really worried about that and the fear that, you know, I'd upset my friend over something perhaps that maybe we were both inconsequential about. So effectively, the fear of upsetting my friend was worse than the actual issue because we dealt with it and, you know, I'm very happy with the way we dealt with it. But that's the kind of thing I would worry about, stupid things like that. Um, another one, uh, I went to a meetup very recently with a group of my friends. If you're listening, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, the people who went to the meetup and all of my friends were are in relationships and what had happened was they were all kind of just getting ready for the meetup which for some of us we hadn't seen each other for a while and others we see each other more regularly but you know there was a whole group of them a whole group of us my friends and i don't think perhaps too quickly anyone realized that I was really anxious apart from one of my friends who is effectively like a fucking mind reader sometimes but <laughs> anyway that's another story and uh, my friend messaged me to say oh you went really quiet in the group chat are you okay and I didn't respond to my friend in the same chat this was on our social media but what I did was I responded to the same friend in a different chat with a group of my friends, so two of them, and I told them exactly why I was feeling anxious. I told them that I didn't feel very comfortable in the situation. Um, I wasn't feeling too confident or I, I, I wasn't really at my most relaxed by the arrangement because there was a whole group of us like nearly 10 people and I was the only one there who was single and you know I'm not even saying people were like kissing each other's faces off or anything like that it wasn't anything like that it was more that to be honest I just felt fucking insecure in that situation but that was a reflection of me that was my fear because I didn't feel comfortable and I was like the only guy there who wasn't in a relationship I was the only guy who wasn't straight. Um, I was the only person who wasn't straight, I should say. As far as I know, maybe you guys, <laughs> maybe you friends who were there dabble a little bit in ways that I don't know. But as far as I'm aware, I was the only person who um, wasn't straight in that situation. And I felt really small and insecure. And my friends did realize that I told them that, like the, the friends that I told, but there was just something so powerful about that situation. I mean, I couldn't breathe. Like I was actually not having a panic attack as such, but let's call it a mini panic attack. You know, breathing too quickly, dizziness, couldn't focus, really scared just not 
on top of my game. Now, I think this is probably the first time I've ever told this story and I've definitely not shared it outside of those two friends who um, I told. But that's how fear manifests, it can be very real. Yes, I know fear is in your head, right? Feel the fear and do it anyway. I'm an Aries, that's what we believe. Feel the fear and do it anyway. But fear is very real, or at least it can be. But you have to train your mind not to be ruled by fear. Look, we all get fear sometimes. You have to train your mind not to be ruled by fear. And that can be quite difficult if, you, if you've been through shit. And some people are just anxious anyway. You know the kind of people. People who... My uncle, for example. He's a lovely guy, but he... He's basically being consumed by his own fear. And it makes me really sad to say that because, you know, he could have had a really good life. I think he has had a really good life, but he's been consumed by that fear. I'm trying not to labour this point. Being fearful in itself is not an issue. It's how you deal with that fear. I know some wonderful people, funny people, kind people, generous people, supportive people, who effectively they deal with their fear and they have dealt with their fear and i've also experienced people in my life who their way of dealing with fear was to manifest more fear and make other people around them scared as well which is not the, the nicest or the easiest way to deal with fear um if i had a pound for every time i said oh what effectively I'm talking about is how you overcome that. It's a nice experience overcoming it and realizing you don't have to be afraid of stupid shit. I'm talking mainly about myself here. Um, there's a lot of things that maybe you are afraid of that are not necessarily going to warrant that fear. Or maybe not to the degree that you experience it. I think it's about accepting that fear. Feeling that fear. You know, you have to sit with some of these uncomfortable emotions in order to actually deal with them. That's what, as adults, we have to face. We have to face the idea that actually being afraid is something that we are going to face. And we are going to deal with things that are uncomfortable. And guess what? we're going to face things that are more uncomfortable after we've dealt with those uncomfortable things but it's not like the whole of life is just being uncomfortable or if it is something is drastically wrong because we've all got something good to appreciate and experience i am blessed i am blessed i feel like there are some wonderful experiences and people and memories that i can cherish even if I died, right, I could cherish those things. But what I'm saying is, 
fear is not the issue. The issue is how you deal with the fear. We're all afraid, right? All of us have fear. Even the people who don't appear to be that fearful, like me apparently. I don't appear that fearful, unless you know me. <laughs> I apologise for the people who do know me and know what it's like to see me afraid. Um, I really want to stress here that everybody has a unique and wonderful gift. People are so brilliant, not all of them obviously, and even the people who I don't like, they've all got something to give, right? I appreciate that everybody has fear. I have fear. So what? I feel anxious and nervous. I doubt myself. I want to cry sometimes. I worry about things that you probably couldn't have imagined me worrying about. But I'm okay. Not always, but I'm okay. And we do deal with those fears. Some more privately than others. Some are very good at dealing with it very, very, very privately. They wouldn't tell you, you wouldn't know, but they do. Equally, there are some people who it seems like they're always afraid of something. I think I'm somewhere in between. Fear, right, is something that we can all relate to. Which is why I'm saying to you, Feel the fear. Fuck letting fear rule your life. Fuck letting fear stop you from doing things that you really enjoy or really matter. Most of us had to learn that becoming adults. Not as kids because we were worried about stupid things. I was worried about my sexuality. Some people were worried about people not liking them. Some people worried about not being successful. Some people worried about what their parents would think. We were all afraid of something. And the fact is that it was not necessarily something of consequence. You have every right to be afraid. No one's going to take that away from you. But just remember how you can get through this. I'm not necessarily talking about coronavirus, but you can apply it to that if you want. There are things that are going to happen, bad things sometimes. But I try and face those. How else can you deal with them without facing them? You know, we can be like those fucking people who go on TV and they stand there day after day and they talk about how brilliant they've done and how amazing they are and how good a job they're doing when we all know that's crap. That's not facing your fear. Facing your fear is actually being honest that you are afraid and you don't know how to deal with something or that you're not okay. At times I worry that maybe I've lent on people too much by telling people that. But sometimes it's helped. I hope it helps you. My last point is this. Call it Jerry's final thought. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I really want you to take away from this podcast the idea that fear is okay. Fear is something you can come to terms with. 
not every fear is something that is actually bad. Just acknowledge it, understand it, accept it. I'm not saying let fear control your life, I'm saying accept it, embrace it even. This is going to sound really weird, especially for people who don't like hugs. Give your fear a hug. Say to your fear, you know what? Actually, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to hug the shit out of you until I'm not afraid. That's just a good analogy for me because I like hugs. But you find your own analogy. Find a way to embrace your fear. Find a way to just understand how to deal with it and accept it. Be more confident about it. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Peace, y'all.